I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping! Whoa, I got way jazzed. Let's do it more. Okay, time. cool. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is, is Friendshipping! I got jazzed that time. so cute! Okay, we're keeping both. Okay. And today's question is not a question. It's not a question that you guys sent us. You sent us a lot of lovely questions, but we're tabling them because we want to talk about how we're going to a gigantic nerd convention next week called Penny Arcade Expo. And so we're going to talk about meeting your internet friends in person for the first time. We'll talk about how to do friendship at a nerd convention. Yeah. Yeah. Friendship between humans. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Let's talk about meeting an internet friend for the very first time. Yeah, I mean, this applies to anybody, even people who aren't meeting at a nerd convention like we are going to next week. Right, right. And meeting an internet friend for the first time can be extremely weird. Yeah. And extremely wonderful. And both. Or neither. They're suddenly real. Right. They're right. not a, a happy little robot that lives inside of your computer. Right. They're not the person tweeting funny things that you are favoriting on the things you like. Which is not to minimize the importance of long-distance friends or internet friends, because those are really meaningful relationships. Oh my gosh, yes. And they're not fake relationships. Right. They're not real at all. friendships. But no matter how close you are, no matter how long you've known somebody over the internet, you only really know um, their internet selves. You only know the edited version, which is not a fake thing, and it's not a not real situation um, but now you're getting to know other parts of them uh, that you were not privy to previously you know the edited version and now you're reading unedited version yes and it smells <laughs> probably <laughs> probably I mean <laughs> considering where you're going yeah if you're at a nerd convention everyone smells a little bit a little bit and everybody says the wrong thing sometimes. There's no delete button. There's no copy-paste. So uh, my advice would be to go into this with a, a slightly more forgiving nature. I mean, not if they're, like, you know, dropping racist shit or something like that. Yeah, if they're truly awful, <laughs> You can bail. Yes. Get out of there. Right now, we're operating under the assumption that this person is pretty cool and nice to you. Understanding that you still have boundaries and limits and you know, you're comfortable with the situation. Also, going into meeting one of your internet friends for the first time, be aware of the level of familiarity that you have with that person. You're not on a hugging basis yet. Yes. Yes. God, yes. Please understand that not everyone is into hugs. Just right. assume that they're not, honestly. Assume totally that they're not agree. into hugs. Yeah. Don't assume that they are. The default for a lot of people is to go in for the hug. And I don't want that to be the default here. It's not awkward to say, are you a hugging kind of person? I'm a hugging kind of person. I would hug you. Right. You can say that. You can. You can make it adorable. This could be the cutest exchange of your life if you yeah. do it right. <laughs> Are you down to hug? And if not, do the fist bump. Do the high five. It's yeah. It's, it's way better to It's do way more sanitary. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, everybody has germs, especially at conventions. If you feel more comfortable having reasoning behind why you don't want to hug, you can say, oh, hey, I don't want to get the nerd flu. Right. Say Or say that you're under the weather a little bit. If you feel more comfortable making up a reason, do it. A, right. a white lie in the situation is totally okay. I totally agree. You know, bear in mind that there's no shame in not wanting to give a hug. There's no shame in that at all. Just be aware of what makes you feel comfortable. And if giving a reason does, then go for it. So as we said, meeting new people can be awkward. But PAX or any nerd convention is wonderful for this because there's some like built-in social buffers. Like not only are you surrounded by a lot of other people, by the way, don't meet anyone in a non-public place. But also, yeah. <laughs> but also, PAX is great because there are all these like social buffers. Like there's people meeting for board games and there's like panels you can go to together. So if you're not comfortable sitting down from this person and having coffee and engaging, like it's a fir awkward first date. For you hours can, on yeah, end. Yeah, you can instead say, do you want to catch this panel with me? You have a safety net. 
I've got about 20 minutes to catch up. Or um, do you want to drop by instead of saying, do you want to hang out? Because that gives them the expectation that this is only going to be a, hey, I'm meeting you for the first time now, but I'm off to do something else. And like we were saying for hugs, you don't ever need a reason to dash off. Absolutely. You don't need to explain if you don't want to. It's helpful, I think, to make your language very clear. As Trin said, like stop by versus hang out. Those are two very different things. Yeah, yeah. And also be aware of somebody else's language when they're saying that kind of stuff. Saying a hangout can mean like, let's have coffee for an hour or let's hang out for a few hours. But stop by definitely just means like high five, hello, nice to meet you, cool pants, I'm on my way out. Right. Cool Peace. pants. <laughs> cool, cool pants. Cool cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Baller armor. In these situations, anxiety arises when there's uncertainty. So it's really helpful to like frame your needs in a way that makes sense. Put a time limit on the, on the social interaction. That always helps me. I have to be somewhere at 1 p.m. And to be honest, I probably do have to be there at <laughs> yeah. one, somewhere at 1 p.m. at PAX because I'm really busy and overwhelmed. But if you don't have somewhere to be, you can make up. It's, yeah. okay. it's okay to do a white lie in this situation if it, may, if it puts everyone at ease. Yeah, this is like the first and only time we're going to super advocate for tiny lies. <laughs> yeah, tiny lies. That's exactly what they are. Or I only have a few minutes. That's fine. You don't need a, I only have a few minutes because I'm off to watch. Slay a dragon. A dragon slaying. <laughs> <laughs> What's really nice about uh, a nerd convention is that if you sit in one place long enough, there's a really good chance you'll run into somebody that you know, which can be terrible and also can be good. So what I like to do uh, is something that, uh, I picked this up from my boss actually. Um, what he likes to do is hold court. So he'll maybe put out a tweet and say like, hey, if I have any friends who are around, um, I'm gonna be in this coffee shop for the next like 20 minutes or so. And that's a really good way for people to stop in and say hello and be on their way. It's a good way to be flexible for other people and at the same time have a time limit for yourself. And it's in public. Yes. Which is yeah, good. I think that's a great solution. And another thing to keep in mind is there are bad times to catch people or hang out. And yes. So you should, flexibility is everything. Uh, example, a bad time to catch someone is probably right before they're on a panel. Yeah. Or <laughs> your eyes just got huge. Or right after a panel when they're probably on an adrenaline high or coming down from adrenaline high. Yeah. Like I remember, uh, well, I say I remember, I don't remember anything that happened after our Cards Against Humanity panel at PAX Australia. Yeah, we were interacting with people for like an hour afterwards, and I, it's like I blacked out. I don't yeah. remember any of it. Yeah, we, were, we had such a high from just craziness happening on the panel and being on stage. We were done, and then we're like, what the fuck just happened? Let's yeah. go to bed. Yeah, yeah, it's a high highs, low lows situation. Yeah. Be mindful of where someone else could be at mentally, because yeah. it might be in a great place, or they might be super freaked out that they're about to step on stage right. for a lot of people. <laughs> right. Um, or they're freaked out for going onto the show floor for the first time as oh, an gosh. attendee. Oh, gosh. That's actually the scariest thing for me, is yeah. stepping on the show floor, which is just a swarm of people. Like, you're shoulder to shoulder at some points. Right. Like, all this advice doesn't just apply to people who are working at conventions. This is people who are there um, just for fun, too. That's a legitimate reason to go someplace. And you can still be legitimately overwhelmed if you're not uh, having, like, a packed schedule of work obligations. Oh, gosh, yes. I'm personally always also looking for an escape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of escapes, let's talk about going into group hangouts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of things you and I flee from. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's good to just be aware of what you want to do and be aware of how you feel and always mitigate that with um, what's important for you to accomplish, too. Maybe you're not super excited to go out into a group of people, but at the same time, you, you're not going to see them for a while. Sometimes it's worth it to put your feelings of wanting to be alone aside to go out, and sometimes it just fucking isn't at all. Absolutely. Sometimes it's worth the sacrifice of like going to bed 
And sometimes it's not. Yeah. You, sometimes you don't know until you get there either. Yeah, and it's always okay to bail. Absolutely. Gosh, yeah. I wish I could stamp that on my forehead. You can bail. Yeah, you can always go and then leave. Yeah. That's the thing that people, I think, never really internalize. I know. Like, Trin, you and I say that to each other a lot. We're like, let's check it out. And then if it's bad, we'll leave. We'll just we, leave. And we like, it's like an assurance. Right. Yeah. Never forget that. You can leave any situation. You can. And you don't, you don't need a reason. You don't need an explanation. Um, but there are ways to do that in a way that's polite um, so that you can leave that situation and still feel good about having been there. So, for example, let's say my, my friend Kathleen invited me out to a group hangout. The first thing that I would do if I had to leave for any reason is go to the person who invited me and thank them for inviting me. Because mm-hmm. thank you. They were nice enough to invite you out. They yeah. extended you an invitation. They thought of you to include. Yeah. And... You want to be invited to the next one, probably. Yeah, probably. Unless it was fucking terrible, but it probably wasn't. <laughs> probably wasn't. Yeah. The important part is wanting to be polite to Kathleen. Um, so I would say, hey, Kathleen, thank you so much for inviting me out. Thank you for thinking of me. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out now. Uh, I want to go to bed. See you later. End of conversation. It's done. Yes. There's no room for arguing. Um, Kathleen is a good person, and she wouldn't say something to be like, oh, really? Oh, you suck for leaving. That shit is not okay. Yeah. (laughs) If Kathleen pulled that with you, then she's wrong. Yeah. And you don't need to listen to that shit. You just go. For me personally, the more people want me to stay, the more I, like, drag my feet. It's like I don't. Yeah. Now you're really making it uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So the, the two things to take away from that is, one, don't bully people into staying someplace. Even if you're the host and, like, your people are leaving, people can leave for any reason, and that's legitimate, and that's okay. And two, like, if somebody's bullying you, that's their problem. That says so much more about them being a dickhole than you being a lame ass. You need to advocate for your needs, assuming that nobody else will. We talked a lot about being a guest at a party. Let's talk a little bit about being a host at a party and inviting people to a group hangout. Because sometimes group hangouts can be ridiculously big and they can get big fast. Yeah, before you know what's happening, you're you're shoulder to shoulder, elbow to elbow with a bunch of people you don't know. Right. And sometimes that's great because sometimes like you just want to hang out and like say just a quick hi to everybody and that's the purpose of the hangout. If group hangouts get too big, you might not get a chance to have actual meaningful conversations with people that you like. Yeah, so when you're extending an invitation to someone, whether it's like dinner or a party or to play games in the hotel lobby, it's okay to say, we want to keep this hangout small. It's totally totally acceptable. I was invited to a party one time and I was specifically asked, I know that you're traveling with some friends. We actually really just want to keep this small. I'm afraid if people bring people, it's going to be a little unwieldy. So if you could just show up with you, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it doesn't mean don't bring your crappy friends. It just means like we're keeping it small because we're all exhausted. On the host end? That's a really good script to invite people and not make them feel like they have to exclude other people. And on the invitee end, it's important for you to stick to the rules that were established for somebody else's party. Very respectful to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Respect everyone else's needs as you're advocating for your own. Don't bring an entourage Yeah. if you weren't asked to. (laughs) Don't roll up with your crew, please. (laughs) Some more stuff about hosting. So a lot of people host stuff at bars. And then uh, from what I understand, there's alcohol at bars. Usually, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. It's a rumor. It's a rumor. So this is a mistake that I make a lot. I'm sorry to everyone I've done this to. My uh, way to invite people is to say, do you want to get a drink? Forgetting that so many people don't drink. Yeah. I think it's really important to change your language just a little bit to make other people feel more comfortable. It's actually monumental. I really believe in that. Change your language to make other people more comfortable. Yeah. You slip up and say, do you want to get a drink? And they say, I don't drink. Here's what not to do. 
Don't say why. Yeah. <laughs> don't pry. It's none of your fucking business. There could be a super personal reason, like, you know, simple reason, like, I don't want to be hungover in the morning. Like, it doesn't matter. Just shut up. Don't yeah. ask why. D- who gives a shit? Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. So your answer might be, oh, okay. That's all. You don't, you don't need to pry. You don't need to bother them. You're totally, it's totally acceptable to, it's completely acceptable not to drink, obviously, and don't make them feel bad for saying no. Right. Acceptable answers are, oh, okay, rad, right. Okay. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. those are the only acceptable yeah. answers, yeah. so I don't drink. Sorry, I assumed. Sorry, I assumed, I think, is good, too. Yeah. Yeah. And you can also just extend the invite in a different way and say, hey, I'm going to get a drink. Do you want to come with? Yeah. Because then that leaves it up to them. Do they want a drink? They can have a drink. If they don't want it, they don't have to. Um, I have a few friends who are um, like violently allergic to caffeine. And I have made the mistake of saying, hey, do you want to get coffee? And my friend Steven's like, sure, that'll literally kill me, but let's go. <laughs> you know, like, so this applies to a lot of different situations. Um, not everybody is Steven will give you the reason why they don't want coffee <laughs> immediately and in a hilarious fashion. Uh, but... Be aware that other people have different needs than you and different likes and dislikes. Yeah, it's easy to forget those things. It's good to check yourself to make other people more comfortable. It's good to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Before you wreck your friendships. Before you wreck the (laughs) shit out of your friendships. Check yourself before you wreck your friendships. It's really great. So we went over hanging out with people on an individual basis, being forgiving of people's friendships, um, not going in for the hug immediately, how to host something politely, how to leave something politely, how to be aware of how you feel and like what you want to do. Uh, let's talk about the one single most important thing you can ever do at any convention. Wash your hands. Sanitize your fucking hands. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. For the love of God. Like, in, in, even your if hands. you're not going to a convention, just in life, yeah. wash your hands. <laughs> we say this especially now because everyone in our office is sick. Yeah. I, I meant the demons um, are leaving my, my chest and throat moment of my cold. So, like, all of, like, the, the phlegm is being exercised. So that's why I kind of sound a little bit, like, I'm Sultry? On, yeah. <laughs> like, a, like I'm on jazz radio, 101.1 FM. <laughs> but, yeah, no, wash your hands, guys. That's it. I really wanted to, like, leave on that note. Yeah. Wash your hands. You filthy animals. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe we'll see you at PAX. Oh, yeah. Wash your hands, though. Yeah, you can come see us. We're going to be in the Indie Mega Booth um, the entire time. We'll be right by the Indie Mega Booth tabletop section. Uh, And I'm really excited because those are all games we really like. So come see us and come see our friends. Um, We've got a tabletop deathmatch panel on Friday at noon 30. Um, and that's uh, a panel about our web series, Tabletop Deathmatch, at tabletopdeathmatch.com. We've got a lot of really important people going to that, actually, like people that are really cool, like Mike Salinker, who made Betrayal at House on the Hill from Lone Shark Games, um, Graham Stark, who's the producer of um, uh, our web series, and he's a loading ready run person and a friend. Um, that's just two of, of many. You could just look at this tr- description. Yeah, but you should come because yeah. it'll be really great. And then the Cards Against Humanity panel is Saturday at 9.30 p.m. in the Condor Theater. And it's going to be really fucking weird, as always. I'm really excited. Yeah, Jen and I are going to actually be on stage this time. Yeah, we're going to be on stage. You can watch us sweat it out (laughs) (laughs) again. And then I'd love to meet you afterwards. If I hope I remember it, because I'll probably be blacked out with nerves. Yeah. And uh, please don't hug us. Please, no hugs. Please, no hugs. Neither of us are huggers. We're not interested in that (laughs) at all. Come see our shit. Yeah, we're excited and also scared. (laughs) That's actually a good note to go on. (laughs) I love it. Ping. Your friendship at the problem. 
Are we good? Shall we? Um, yeah, wait, I lost our notes. Now I have them. Okay, we can do okay. it. Okay.